What's up, you guys? This is another episode of the Triple Option Report. We're talking about sports, comics, and pop culture. And today, as usual, I have my preview episode for this upcoming weekend of football, both college and NFL. So first off, I'm just going to do the key games for both, and uh, might as well go ahead and start. So for tomorrow on Saturday with the noon slate in college football, the key games are Oklahoma and Texas. And with this matchup, uh, I don't know, like, both teams' offenses are great. Uh, Texas' defense is great. Oklahoma's defense is pretty good, really good. Oklahoma is much improved from last year, one of the most improved teams in the entire country. Uh, but Texas is too. I like they both look like dark horse playoff teams right now. Like I will not be surprised if either one of those two teams makes makes the playoff. I'm predicting that at the end of the year between Texas and Oklahoma. Them and Kansas State will be the top three teams in the Big 12, and they'll battle out for, like, who wins the conference. Yeah, and I think all three teams look like New Year's Six Bowl game participants this year. But between Oklahoma and Texas specifically, this game's always great, especially when both teams are really good. It's always very close down to the wire. It's barely really blowouts, honestly. Uh, Last year was. Texas just demolished Oklahoma, but Oklahoma was really bad last year. This year, they look way better. Uh... I don't know. It, it, this feels like another one of those uh, uh, back-and-forth, high-scoring games. I really like the receiving core for, for both teams, uh, both comprising what Andre Anthony for Oklahoma and Xavier Worthy along with other receivers for Texas. Great quarterback play. For Texas, great running back play. Like, like they both very even to me on paper. I, I don't know. I think Oklahoma, though, I don't know. I think they're going to have some revenge on them uh, on their minds after what how embarrassing that loss was last year. They got demolished. I think they got shut out, actually, or, or something close to that. They, like, they got wiped off the face of the earth by Texas last year. I think Oklahoma's going to come in with a lot of revenge on, on their mind. They're both great teams. I think it'll be a very high-scoring game-of-the-year contender, but I think Oklahoma gets the edge. I think both teams could probably score with 40 points, though. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, the other key game in the new slate is Ohio State and Maryland. Maryland's the real deal this year. I thought they would be. I thought they'd win it eight or nine games this year. I thought they'd be, uh, uh like, they, they, this would be their closest they could get up to this point of, of getting an upset on one of those top three teams in the Big Ten East this year. As usual, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. Uh, I think this would be the closest one to an upset, I think. I don't know. I think Ohio State, the offense still isn't there for me like that, but the defense is really good. This Ohio State team reminds me of the old school, like late two, like the the old school two thousands Jim Tressel teams. Like the offense is not a lot. We have some key players on them, but like overall as a unit, not really like that. But the defense is legit and elite and physical. I would say though, I still at the end of the day think Ohio State gets the edge. I think they win uh not not a high scoring game, 24-17, something like that, probably. 21-14, something like that type of score. But I think Ohio State gets the edge. But I think Maryland shows, even with the loss, that this is a legit team. This is not a joke. Like this is not a team's gonna end out six and six or seven or five. No. This team could end out like nine and three or something like that, like ranked at the end of the season. It is a legit Maryland team. And if they were in their old conference, the ACC or in the Big Twelve. They'd be contending for a conference title, honestly. Or at least, like, they can get to 10 wins. 
Seriously. I think the Big Ten, the division they're in specifically, the Big Ten East, keeps them from getting that 10-win uh, benchmark, but I can really see them getting 10 wins if they were in the ACC or Big 12. Uh, and the other key new game, there's actually four of them. So the third key new game is Missouri and LSU. LSU's defense is really bad. I think they have, what, like almost like the top five worst power five. They have like a top five or like right outside top five worst power five defenses in the country this year. Like they're giving up over 400 yards a game. They're really bad defense, LSU. And, and I expected like their offense is playing what to up to what I expected them to be, which is why I thought they could win the SEC this year and make the playoffs. I didn't expect their defense to be this bad, though. It's awful. And I think because of that, in Missouri having a great receiving core and a pretty good quarterback and that live momentum on the side, I think Missouri gets the win here. Yeah. I think Missouri wins 42 to 38 around that type of scoreline. The last key noon game is Wisconsin Rutgers. Who would have thought that Rutgers would be a key game? But they are a much improved team. The Michigan score, yeah, the Michigan game, Michigan dominated, but. Michigan this year in general looks really good, so that's not like an insult to Rutgers to get smashed by Michigan. Michigan looks like a national title contender this year to me. I wouldn't be surprised. I had them winning the whole thing, Michigan. So yeah, like that's not an attack on on Rutgers to get dominated by Michigan this year. But like Rutgers overall, they kind of dominated the competition outside of that game. They beat up on Virginia Tech. They they beat up on all their teams they played this year. Wisconsin, you know. They're kind of weird because, like, they have games where they've been kind of off. But they have other games, like Purdue, where, like, they look really good. I, I don't know. I'll give the edge to Wisconsin. I don't think it'll be a high-scoring game but both because both teams have good defenses this year. So I'll give the edge to Wisconsin something around, like, a 24 or 13, something like that. Now, you have a new slate. You have three key games there. Uh, Northwest, oh, no, UC, not Northwestern Howard. Absolutely not. Uh, UCLA and Washington State. Uh, Texas A&M and uh, Alabama, obviously, and Syracuse, North Carolina. Now, UCLA and Washington State, I like Washington State this year. I think UCLA's defense is really good, and I think that gives them the edge. And I believe it's at UCLA, so I think combining both those things, I think UCLA gets a slight win. I don't, I don't think either team has 30 points, but yeah, it'll be a really good game. The Pac-12 was going to not cannibalize, but kind of cannibalize itself as really good teams in there. Maybe too many good teams. So you'll see games like this happen. Uh, Texas A&M in Alabama. I'm not high in Alabama this year. Texas A&M, I think, has a good enough amount of offense. I think they get the edge here. I think for a second straight year, Jimbo Fisher ruins uh, Nick Saban's season. I think A&M gets the win again. Uh, I think it'll be low scoring. But I have A&M winning about uh, 24 20, something like that. And Syracuse and North Carolina. I think Syracuse's offense, I don't know what happened to them against Clemson last week, but I think they turned around this week. I think that they get the edge over North Carolina in a high school game, something like a 35, 34, 31, something like that. And now we got the evening games. The primetime games. Georgia-Kentucky. This one will be a toss-up. I would not be surprised if Kentucky wins this game. Wouldn't be surprised at all. They look really good. 
And, and that running back, he's a beast. But, like, I still think Georgia... Georgia reminds me of 2014 Florida State. Like, they have not looked impressive at all like that, really. But the sheer talent and experience of winning it all, they'll probably... They, I wouldn't be surprised if they win the, the SEC this year, honestly. And they go undefeated in the regular season. I wouldn't be surprised. But just edged by every single team. And I think the same thing will happen here. I think that the sheer talent will give the advantage at the end. Give them the advantage at the end. I think they, they, they win a close one here. Something like a 28-21, 24-21 type of score. Uh, Notre Dame-Louisville. I think Louisville's a good team this year. And way under the radar. They're undefeated and not, like what, they just got ranked 25th? Super under the radar. Like, Jeff Brom has, um, and you know, weird things that Louisville's kind of like the team that Jeff Brom used to coach before Purdue, in which they do their best when they have good quarterback play. And yeah, they have good quarterback play this year, Louisville. Like, like, watch out. They're undefeated in the one of the few undefeated teams in the ACC this year. Like, like, they're kind of a dark horse ACC title contender this year, really. But I think Notre Dame has too much. I think the defense of Louisville is a little questionable. I think that gives the advantage to North Carolina, especially in the rushing on the on the running side. Uh, I think North Carolina wins this one kind of comfortably, thirty-eight twenty. That's my score for this game. Uh, Arkansas Ole Miss. Arkansas is kind of weird because like their offense at times is kind of iffy, but then other times their offense is really good. But it's their defense, man, it's kind of taking a big hit this year. I don't know what's up with with, their, with Arkansas's defense this year, uh, but I don't know. I feel like with them being what, uh, two and three, like their backs are against the wall here. Like like it, it's it's serious time now. Like, like, if they don't win this game, a bowl game is not out of reach, but it's a lot tougher to get into one. If it's, if they, the rest of the season is going to be a lot more difficult and a lot more stressful for them if they don't win this game. This is super important for for how the rest of the season goes for, for Arkansas. I think because of that, I think they get the edge of Ole Miss. Something like a 34-31. They lost the last two games by scoring like 31 points or last two or three games by scoring 31 points and, and giving up more. I think they finally get out like in a very close game against what, BYU and LSU? I think Arkansas finally gets over that hump and scores more than 31. I think they get the edge here, 34-31 over Ole Miss. Uh, Wyoming and Fresno State. Interesting. Fresno State is ranked. They're very good. They look like at this point, Mainly, like, probably most likely the front runner to to make it to the near six bowl games out of out of the group of five teams. Even though they got teams like Toledo right behind them, uh, 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 Tulane, obviously. Uh, who else? Air Force. Like, there are some good teams out there. But I think that. Fresno State's probably like the they're the first place right now. They're ranked. Yeah, they're undefeated. They have wins over, over power five teams. Multiple ones, actually. But I think Wyoming, I don't know why. Wyoming's very good too, and Wyoming also has a power five win. Only one loss to Texas. And they held their own against Texas for three quarters. I think Wyoming's a, a really good team too. I don't know why. I think Wyoming could pull us off the upset here. I think they get the edge over, over Fresno State. 
I, I don't know. The top the top half of the Mountain West is legit, and I think you got to see some cannibalization happening there. Between Air Force and Fresno State, Wyoming, teams like that, they're all really good. So I think this is the first step of that, and I think Wyoming gets the, gets the, the upset with Fresno State. I don't know. And and finally, the two late late games, Cal and Oregon State, and USC and Arizona. I think Cal and Oregon State's a toss up to me. I like both teams. DJ Ugalele, he's kind of he started out really hot. He's kind of simmered down a bit recently in the last couple of weeks. I think that uh, Cal, I don't know. I like the running back. He's a beast. I, I I think Cal might get the edge here. I got, I'm going to pull off the upset. I'm going to say Cal pulls off the upset in a close, I don't know, like a 31-28, something like that probably. Come on, win. I think it's going to have some weird stuff happening. It's, again, it's a late-night game that always happens in the Pac-12 after dark games. I'm going to miss those next year. But, yeah, like like I think this is a, continu- a continuation of that. I think Cal pulls off the upset. And USC and Arizona, I think this will be another weird game probably, like, Arizona scores a lot of points, but USC scores even more points because it's USC. I think USC wins this one like a 44-28, something like that. Wouldn't be surprised if it's more than that, actually. So that's the college football slate for Saturday. And now for the NFL slate the next day. First off, I want to point out something. Congrats to the Bears. Wow. I did not expect that. That was a bit of a shocker there. Washington looked really bad. I don't think Sam Howell played that bad. I think just... It was a mess all around. And out of nowhere, because they looked good the last... Oh, yeah. Like, like, what the heck was this game? Washington looked better than they did last year, that's for sure. And then out of nowhere in this game, they just played a hot mess across the board. While Chicago looked like the worst team in the NFL, and then out of nowhere, 40 points? Okay. That was just random. But, like, congrats to the Bears. Good for them. Uh, now, as for the Sunday games uh, and the Monday game, Panthers and Lions, Lions win this, clearly. Like, this is not going to be that competitive. I, I don't see this really being a competitive game, honestly. If the Lions are playing at up to what they've been playing the last few weeks, offensively and defensively, this is not going to be a close game at all. At all. Pretty, yeah, Aiden Hutchinson, yeah, no. This is going to be, they're going to, that defense for, for D Short is going to feast. On Sunday, definitely. Uh, I don't know when the Patriots win a game. Well, they'll pop. I think they can win some AFC South games. Like they're not that. Well, they're pretty bad. They're really bad. But I don't know. Like they're gonna pull off some wins here and there. That division's not good to me on paper. So I don't know. I feel like yeah, the, the Patriots will be, they'll they'll win a couple games, two or three probably, but not 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 on Sunday. No. Uh, Jaguars and Bills. This is interesting. I don't know. Like, this is an international game, obviously. But in England, like, another one for Jacksonville. Jacksonville has practically got a second home in, in England at this point. They've played so many games in, 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 at Wembley and in, in London over the last few years. I, I yeah, it's a lot. But uh, I don't know. Between Jaguars and Bills. Uh, I don't know. I, I if the Jaguars play at their best, they could beat the Bills. If the ja- they have the talent too. They have the personnel, the coaching. But that's the thing. If the Jaguars play at their best, they're kind of on and off this year. I don't know. If the Bills are playing like how they've been playing post week one, 
Oh boy. And the Jaguars and and the Jaguars aren't playing up to par. You get ugly. Bills are good. But I don't know. Like I I think scale will be close. I don't I have no idea why. And it's a toss up to me. But I'll give the edge to the Bills. Uh let's see here. Ravens and Steelers. Looks like uh Kenny Pickett will be playing for the Steelers. Because, like, I, I guess he, he got hurt, like, in the, the last game, obviously. But they say he's playing, and he's practicing full-time. So, yeah, he's not even, like, not even a question. He's definitely starting. And he'll be healthy. Uh, the Ravens, on the other hand, are, like, the exact opposite of that. The team is filled with injuries. The last few years at this point, honestly. But, I don't know, I, I feel like Baltimore, somehow, despite all those injuries, they're still bleeding one. Still clear-cut. The number one team in their, in their uh, division. And I think they win this game. I have no idea. What, like, they, Baltimore, like, has, like, half their starting lineup hurt. And I feel like they're going to comfortably win the AFC North this year. This is very weird, honestly. But they're a good team, a really good team, despite all the injuries. And could you imagine how good they'd be if they were fully healthy? Like, yeah. I think that's the thing we don't give Lamar Jackson enough credit is that his teams are barely healthy, and he still manages to get them to the playoffs every single year with great stats. Like, if his teams are fully healthy, he probably has one more, at least one more MVP, honestly. And honestly, if his teams are fully healthy, he probably has a Super Bowl before, uh, appearance, at least, at this point. Like, like, injuries have been hurting this team all half a decade at this point. But I still think the Baltimore wins this game. I think, yeah, I think they win the NFC North. Wouldn't be surprised was comfortably, despite all the injuries. Crazy. Uh, Dolphins are gonna blow the Giants up, dear. That's not gonna be close at all. Oh boy, Giants. Yeah, they're not. They're not looking good this year, man. Without Saquon, they're not looking good at all. And the Dolphins look very good. At last week, no, but I thought. I know I thought that the Bills, I tweeted out that the Bills are a bad matchup because they can match them on offense to a certain extent and have a way better defense. And this is how they play. I don't think it was, it was a good matchup for Miami, and yeah, it showed. But Miami is still a really explosive offense. And against a team like the Giants, those types of teams like Miami feast. Yeah, this is not going to be a close game at all. Uh, Bengals and Cardinals. Bengals are backs against the wall, man. I thought I just said this about Arkansas and college football. My college football predictions were Saturday. I think the Bengals win this just because their backs are so good to the wall. The Cardinals, again, they have no, like, their expectations were super low this year anyway. A lot of people thought they'd be the worst team in the NFL. So they're going, they don't really, I mean, they didn't want to win. Yeah, obviously they want to win. But again, like, is not really, there were not a lot of expectations for them this year. So I'm losing, like, who cares, you know? The Bengals, them losing, disaster. So yeah, yeah, the, this is definitely a make or break for the Bengals a lot more than the Cardinals. I think, and I think because of that, I think Cincinnati wins this game. Uh, Eagles and Rams. Eagles have been four; they're four now, but they haven't really looked impressive, honestly, all year. And the Rams have been a surprisingly good team with most, honestly, could be offensive rookie of the year right now. That receiver they have, uh, Nakua, like, out of nowhere, Puka Nakua, wow. But, like, like, 
and Matthew Stafford was a well, he's had kind of a iffy off. It's kind of iffy year because he has more interceptions and touchdowns, but I don't know. The Rams are. I don't know. Like the Rams is is at, if I'm correct, it's at uh is is in L. A. Yep, it's in L. A. It's SoFi. So that's SoFi. I think they can pull off the win here. I would. I think the Rams beat the Eagles. I, I think that's my upset this week. The Rams beat the Eagles. Yep. The Rams are a surprising team this year. I didn't expect them to be this good, which makes the, the NFC West look even better because the 49ers and the Seahawks, and now the Rams look like they're having a bit of a, a turn, like a bounce back year this year to a certain extent. Like, I don't see them making the playoffs, probably not, but like they're solid to good. Yeah, it's a stacked division. Heck, the Cardinals look better than I expected them to be. I, think it, I thought they'd get smashed every game. They actually look pretty competitive. And they got to win. We're the Cowboys of all teams, somehow. Yeah, like, like the, the NFC West looks good. But, yeah, I think the Rams get the win here. The upset over the Eagles. Uh, Jets-Broncos, another make-or-break game for both teams, honestly, at this point. Uh, I think the Jets win, though. I like how they looked against Kansas City. It, they, again, Zach Wilson, it all depends on how he plays. If he plays solid, the Jets can be a playoff team, honestly. That's how talented this team is. Is insanely talented across the board, except for the O line and a quarterback. But if the quarterback and O line could just play solid, this team could make the playoff. Like they're that talented, and I think because that to get the win over the Broncos, I think they're more talented than the Broncos. And so I like the coaching staff more than the Broncos too. I don't know why, but I do. I like what what Robert Saleh is doing a lot more than Sean Payton. I don't know why, but I, I guess it's because he. I don't know. Like it's, it's how he's carrying himself and the team. I, I I think the Jets win. I think the Jets get the win here over the Broncos. I think both teams are not good, but I think the Jets get the edge. I don't know why. I think it's a sheer talent. Yeah, that's it, really. I, I just think the talent around the quarterback and O-line are so good that it gets them the advantage. Uh, Chiefs-Vikings. Chiefs, Chiefs are kind of weird. If they play like they did against the Lions or the Jets, the Vikings could honestly pull off the win. It's in Minnesota. But then again, the Vikings are a naturally snake-bit franchise. Just historically, almost their entire history is just being snake-bit. And the Chiefs are a better team on paper. If the Chiefs play like, they, play like they did two weeks between the Lions and the Jets, then the Chiefs are going to win pretty comfortably. So I don't know. I think the Chiefs win this one. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if it was close. But the Chiefs definitely win, though. And, of course, the big game. Game of the week. Bigger than the Monday Night Football game coming up on... on I, I was going to throw the Monday Night Football game. Okay, Packers and Raiders. Kind of a random matchup. Uh, two teams. I don't know if they make the playoffs. Packers could. Raiders, no. I'll give the edge to the Packers. I think the Packers are a better team. Across the board, honestly. The Raiders are just typical Raiders this year, honestly. And, and yeah. <laughs> but, back to this game. The Cowboys and 49ers. This is game of the week, clearly. And honestly, regular season-wise, probably game of the year. Arguably, at least how they play for a majority of the year, except for that weird uh, fever dream that was the, the Cowboys and Cardinals a couple weeks ago, outside of whatever the heck that was. The two best-playing teams in the NFL this year, clearly, are the Cowboys and, Car- and, and 49ers. And I think, I don't know, it's at San Francisco, but... Oh, this is, this is a toss-up. Um, it depends. 
Four dollars are loaded, man. But so are the Cowboys. Ooh, this is this is like two mega powers. I I don't know who wins this game, honestly. This is a toss-up to me. I I genuinely don't know who wins this. I think I don't know. Like the quarterbacks are combined for almost two thousand passing yards and only one pick. Like the running backs are really good. Tony Pollard's a very good running back. So obviously Christian McCaffrey's elite running back. The receivers are really good. The defense is elite for both teams. Like I, I, ooh, yeah. Like even like the Cowboys have the edge on defense, but the Forty have the edge on offense. But they're still both great on both sides. Like I, this is a toss up to me, man. Uh it's at San Francisco, but I don't know. I don't know why. I'm gonna just go with the Cowboys. I think it'll be a great game, though. An awesome game. Super competitive. Probably go down to the wire like they always do with these two teams. But I, I think the Cowboys get the edge. Would not be surprised if this is your NFC Championship matchup, honestly. This, honestly, on paper, looks like a lot to be that. But watch out for one team. And that team's not the Eagles. That team's the Lions. Again, I... I'm on the Lions. I think this is the best Lions team in who knows how long. The best for a lot of... The best probably ever for a lot of people who watched the Lions for years. We've never seen a good Lions team at least at this... Like, up to this point. Up to this par of quality. Like, this Lions team is... They're really good, man. I don't know. But I think these two teams are, are on paper, the two that most people are betting are going to playing the NFC title game. So this is a nice preview of that. And I think it'll be a great game and we'll have a lot of people enthused about what the playoffs are going to look like with both these teams. Barring complete disaster, they both look like locks to make the playoffs. So yeah, like the Cowboys and 49ers will be a great game. I give the edge to the Cowboys on Sunday night. But it'll be a great game. And it'll be a toss-up and either way, I wouldn't be surprised. So those are my predictions for uh college football on Saturday and NFL on Sunday and Monday. Uh, that's it for today. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for... Uh, oh! First off, you know what? I'll do, I'll do something different. Uh, I, I talked about uh, what I thought the series would be like. So, you know... Yeah. Screw it. I th- I'm gonna go ahead and do a big time, a special big time pick. Even though this whole episode is like a big time pick, I'm gonna do a special one for uh, the Liberty and the Aces game one on Sunday. I'll give it to the Aces because it's, it's in Las Vegas. I know the Liberty have got their number, but I think the Aces get the advantage here. I think that helps that helps them in a back and forth series get the edge in, in five, three to two, or Liberty. But it'll be a great series. Go down to the wire. It'd be awesome for the WNBA. Like, like this is the biggest peak they've had probably ever, financially, right? Commercially. So yeah, that's my big time pick. My other big time pick is with the MLB. Who do I think wins the the entire the, like who who do I think wins the World Series? I'm gonna go on a on a limb here and say that. The Phillies and Braves. I think the Braves beat the Phillies. I think 
the Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks. I think... It's going to be crazy. I think Twins beat the Astros. Seriously. And I think Baltimore beats Texas. I think Baltimore beats the Twins. And I think the Dodgers beat the Braves. And I see the LA Dodgers beating the Baltimore Orioles in the World Series. Boom. So yeah, those are two big time picks. Two, like an extra couple to go with the full episode of them. So why not? You know, the more the barrier. So yeah, thank you all for listening to this. Uh, without you guys, this doesn't exist. We're at uh, probably more than 50 at this point. It's all thanks to you guys. You know, podcasting is not an easy thing to do. A lot of people quit on... <laughs> There's a lot of people who do not continue doing this. So me continuing this into 50 episodes or even more than that, that's a, that's a huge accomplishment. It's all thanks to you guys. So again, thank you guys. Also, uh, thank you all for subscribing and, and liking and, and downloading and following me. Again, because without you guys, this doesn't exist. And also for uh, following me on, on social media, on Twitter, at Pulliam, P-U-L-L-I-M, underscore Blake, all lowercase. And on threads, Blake, underscore Pulliam1, all lowercase. And on TikTok, the Triple Option Report, just like my podcast. So that's it for today. See you guys again on Monday. See you guys. Bye. Mm-hmm.